Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. People all over the world, join hands, start a spirit train. Spirit train. That was that's beautiful. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda, The Spirit Tracks. Uh, in our last episode, we, we, we did some things. We put some pieces together. We, we found a puzzle uh, piece that made a map, and then we traveled around, and then we ended up at the entrance of a dungeon, and that is where we are starting this episode off. Um this is weird for me because uh, it, longtime listeners will know that I hate sliding puzzles. Yes, and uh, this I has thought we were going to have a conversation about that. Yes, this has <laughs> this has sliding puzzles. I actually really enjoyed this dungeon. <laughs> you Good. know what? I did as well. I was uh, I I thought well, as soon as you see an ice level, you're like, well, well, that goes my enjoyment for the next you know, few hours. <laughs> um, uh, but but uh, and and you are slippy slidey a bit, but uh, yeah. In in the uh, last game, we had a huge problem with the ice level because they had you running along narrow paths, trying to move Link around again by touching the outsides of the screen, uh, and also while having to slash against enemies and do all this stuff. And this one like cuts all that stuff out. Now, but it is but very... we also had a problem. Uh, in the last one because that dungeon was like the closest thing to being like really 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 good that we had gotten in the game yes and then we had all this ice running to do in it we're like just like just just take the ice away like let's just let us have the rest of it uh when, when we get into here, it has like what I thought was just like the dumbest puzzle to begin with where there is a, a big bell in the middle mm. and if you hit it twice, it opens a door. Now, this mm-hmm. is the order that I did things. I hit it twice and opened a door. Then I was like, oh, let's see what the map behind it tells me. I got a mark. And then it just says like, hit the bell twice. It's, the bell <laughs> it's twice. like, oh, okay. Here's the song we're going to teach you. Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> How on earth did I figure this out without the score? <laughs> Is there a libretto accompanying this somewhere? <laughs> the framing of uh, having it like as you know a musical staff made it more confusing to me. Like they could have just like had the like you know th- there there was a better way to do it. I feel like I don't know. 
I mean, I it comes lost. to make sense. You know, it comes to make sense once you get some other pieces of context for uh, for that. So you need to know sort of yeah. where the. But uh, yeah, yeah, for that. I mean, I'm assuming it's the theme song. It's just Zell. <laughs> I I actually I don't know if I just misclicked on it, but I couldn't get the sign to open when I uh, went up to it. So I just hit the bell twice anyway, and it opened. Uh, so I didn't realize there was a, a actual musical staff till we get to the second bell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, we go through this one, and we, we've got some interesting things. I actually like the way so they do good. Uh, tutorialization of mechanics in this one where we get to an area where you push a box into the water and the box floats. Now, when you jump Mm. on the box, what you can do is you can use the blower to move yourself around, very Zelda-like mechanic. But rather than saying, oh, you can do that, they put one of the... They put one of the blower switches over on the other side that just out of, you can see it, like when you're on there. So when you blow it, you'll see the box moves backwards. And it's like, that is like solid video game mechanic teaching (laughs) for video games, like for this kind of stuff. Show, don't Mm -hmm. tell. Exactly. Have it feel like you unintentionally learned how to do that, right? Mm -hmm. That that's like mm-hmm. I mean that that's like Breath of the Wild. That's like what they did so many times in there where just like you would learn how something reacted by messing with it. And we're gonna get that again later on. Uh that is like another reason why I think this dungeon is so good. Uh we've got some new enemies in here too. Uh what what are the names? Uh okay. This is dumb. Uh yeah. They're the the <clears throat> Octor wait, wait, what are they again? Octives. Is this another musical reference? No, yes. no, this is this is a different I'm not it's talking about got, that one. It's got to be that's got to be a musical reference. I I am talking about the mini freezers. Mini oh. freezers. I think I got one of those in a hotel room once. <laughs> <laughs> now you can get that at Kakarika Village for about 40 rupees. <laughs> Uh, these are the creatures that pop out of the water and then will shoot spike balls at you that you, the first Thanks, time guys. we see them, we need to carry the spike ball to a switch. You have I, to use I the was, blower to do that. I was told they were called uh, octaves. Mm, I'm not sure. The what I'm looking. Very oh, never mind. Very similar to yep. water no, you're right. the mini or water toad police. Mm. Or just the, you're you're right. The mini freezers are a different creature. This one just what looks weird. What are mini freezers though? I'm very confused. mini freezers are the little spike uh, puck looking things that bounce around like. Oh, crazy. those guys, the little octopus dudes. Yeah. Well, the, when no, we no, unfreeze from, them uh, from Twilight Princess. Yes. From the from the mansion from the ice level there with the, the little dudes that just kind of like sort of slowly get closer to you and then you hit them and they bounce around the room. Such a good dungeon yeah. that. Yes. Again, this is we we get it's so confusing us trying to like remember these names because the <laughs> game doesn't tell us at any point. We have to consult some other literature uh, and figure out like what the name is there, and then if it's not if it's just text, we have to like match it up with a picture somewhere. Yeah, we don't have. Navi That's why it's very easy to mix these up to tell us what everything's called. Uh, yeah, I mean, overall, this dungeon is. I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Uh, we the item that we get is one of the best items, the boomerang. Hooray! Um, we get it pretty know, early this, on too, like yeah, kind of after the first third. 
I was very glad to see it. Uh, in this one, like, I want to say in the last game when we got the boomerang, we had to go through a thing where they said, like, oh, the boomerang can also light torches if you do that. And this doesn't say that mm-hmm. at all. Um, but that was the first thing of... I checked. I was like, <laughs> yeah. can I still use this? Because that was a that was a pretty big deal. And I, I think we like we didn't gloss over it. But the fact that there aren't really fire or ice arrows, but you can use your boomerang to become a fire or ice boomerang to to carry things. So Right. And the the ice is a big part of this that I love. Like mm-hmm. they actually evolved the use of the boomerang even further with this where you can hit one of the ice flames. Remember this is a Zelda game. You have you have things called ice flames in this world. Um <laughs> and you can carry that and actually if it runs along the water it freezes and makes a platform and it's a Very thing that clever. you just like do on your own like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't there at no point does zelda pop out and say oh maybe we should try this you just see it you throw your boomerang it comes back to you and you're just like oh wow there's a platform now that i can run across yeah it's I great was, i was so ecstatic when we got the boomerang uh one because this whole ice mechanic is cool but two uh, when we found the ice mechanic, I realized that I wasn't going to have to sit on boxes and blow into the Wii U gamepad <laughs> for, the for the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Mm, I think you do have to do use it a couple times in yeah. this dungeon, yeah. But, but yeah, but not all of the time. But yeah, yeah right. There, there will reach a point where that will cease to be a thing. Like um, you were saying the other week about how like um, the uh, the idea of controlling the boomerang with the touchscreen was the, the the starting point for saying we could do Zelda like this on a on a DS. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get it, is the whole game becomes so much more fun uh, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh yeah, this is this is the reason why it's touchscreen apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, <laughs> without that, all the way up until the point you get that, you're just like, why am I controlling the game like this? Uh, <laughs> it's like it, it's like the reason why well, there's got to be a point, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's like why when you're playing like Twilight Princess on the Wii and you can aim your arrows with that, you're just like, okay, I get why they wanted to put this on the Wii now. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just like let's put it on this system and we'll just make it playable on there. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, we want to do more stuff with it. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. Um, the other thing that we have to do as we go through this dungeon is move the bells. There's three different size yeah. bells that have different tones back to the area uh, where the doors are. And then every time uh, we yeah. move one in, uh, we do have to like play a new song. And there's three different songs that we do. You find them on there, you play that. And I was like, I like this. Yep. Uh, this is fun. Yep, I was in. Um, yeah, I wanted to go back to earlier. You were saying that they don't really like tell you to use the ice to make platforms but they sort of give you a hint uh right before because there's a, an area where there are fire torches and it's covered in snow and you mm-hmm. can uncover mm. the snow with the fire uh boomerang that was and a nice so as well i like that once you yeah and so once you get to the next room you see you know if if you're think you're either automatically just going to move into the ice room with the ice water, you know, and, you know, making ice on the water, you're just going to immediately move into that because the last area was just the opposite element or, you know, you'll think about it or whatever, but like, yeah, they kind of set it up pretty well. And almost to the point where I just wasn't, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. It was just there. 
Yeah, we also get a point where there's like a, a bunch of water and you have to like this. This is where it does get a little annoying, but that's just because of the limitations that they put on themselves with the DS where you will make an ice bridge. Then you need to switch or you have to you have to melt one of the wind switches, make an ice bridge, sit on the ice bridge, get your blower out and then blow on the switch in order to turn it. And it's like before the give, ice falls let away. Me, yeah, let me just have two items. Just give, let me have two items. If you stand at the very corner of like the the actual <laughs> real platform, you can blow and hit that switch, um, but you'll probably fall into the water the first time you try. So. Mm. You fall yeah. in the water either way. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> co- co- somehow coordinating all of this was still easier than trying to do combat with Zelda at the same time so i i i was okay with it um yeah so uh, yeah once we get all the the three bells back to the center uh there is a a note on the ground that you get to an area where you do have to like use the fire boomerang to melt a bunch of snow Mm -hmm. and then that will tell you like the final song that you have to play and i do like the fact that you can just use the boomerang and even if it's like five or six notes or something like that, you can chart it all out with the boomerang, let it go, and it plays its little song. And it's like, that's just satisfying. It just feels good when you do it right. It's yeah, great. Just... Also, you can't do it manually. It doesn't work. Because I, I tried I tried doing it manually, oh. running over and hitting them, and you don't do it in quick enough succession. So, uh, okay. yeah, when I was like, oh, I seem to remember I have something which can help me out with this. <laughs> Where, what could, what could I play this? this instrument uh, with hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that was fun it was very satisfying you have to get the final bell there by using uh the ice boomerang yeah, platforms it, uh mm. you have to do more of the block puzzles which i'm usually a big fan of the block puzzles uh anyway and like ice slidey puzzles the the one that the the this one was kind of weird though when they set it up i didn't realize that we could push it from any side we wanted to I thought we had to be standing on solid ground because mm-hmm. the way that the the first block is situated uh, in the middle of a big thing of ice with two squares of solid ground next to it. And so for the longest time, I was sitting there being like, I can only push it back and forth. Like, I can't really move it anywhere. And and then when I finally, like, oh, you can just you could just be standing on ice and push these blocks but yeah. the final bell uses all of that the, the the ice blocks and the and making ice platforms i had a little problem with one little corner that i couldn't get the boomerang to hit and it i kept pushing the bell into the water mm-hmm. or was like that has to be enough right cuz i've i've made my boomerang hit that but it just didn't fill in that last little corner uh eventually i got it i had that it was just a, a weird little bug i think i, I think it was probably the same spot yeah uh, we also have a puzzle that where we have to light these torches, specifically with fire and ice fire. Uh, See, that was and, cool. In a certain pattern. But yeah, you have to do it all in one throw as well. So you still have to time it out to be like, okay, I'm going to hit these three, fi- hit the fire, then hit these other three, then hit the ice, and then hit the other three ice to turn them into ice at once. And it's like... It just felt kind of cool, and it's like nice to know that you can do that now. Did you have any trouble getting the boomerang to reach? Because I know when I did this, I, I stood dead center on the tile that makes it look like you're supposed to stand there, 
And every mm -hmm. time, like, the boomerang just wouldn't quite reach the last thing I was trying to hit. And maybe I was making it too complicated, but I, like, moved Possibly. over to one side, and then, like, I could draw the boomerang all the way through. I feel like this game, the boomerang is slightly more limited. I don't think you can uh, leave it out for as long, like make, you know, an, you know, an infinite back and forth trail. They cut that off a lot sooner than they did in Phantom Hourglass. So I could see them limiting the screen, how far away you could go too. Well, yeah, it was just like I, I couldn't draw the whole pattern, even in that little section. So, it was oh, like, okay. oh, yeah, yeah. So I had to move to the side so I was closer to the first fire torch to make it work. I I like how we've... So in the last game, a lot of the puzzles utilizing the, the map, like map making, because that's what you know they, they, they want you to do, is you can see the whole map, so you know we, we have to do stuff where we tell you hints that you have to write down and stuff. Um, other than in the tutorials, there haven't been a lot of first switch then this switch then that switch type puzzles they've been staying away from that in the dungeons which is kind of nice whereas here it, it's kind of a a red and and blue thing where look at the picture you figure out how you want to make the sequence go but this is how the sequence has to look at the end and mm -hmm. you can make notes if you want but it's not going to be like a hit these torches first then hit the ice one you know they don't plot it out like that where you have to just write down a numbered sequence and spit it back out so it was right. kind of cool yeah i i'm very glad that we're not seeing repeats of the kind of puzzles that they did in the last game uh so we go through this we eventually get the boss key uh we don't have that thing like we did in the last one where the key masters appear here when we do it it's just straight up you pick up the key and you take it there and they're pretty close to each other I'm sure like, we'll see that again at some point, but, but because I mean, I think like a couple of you said, like I didn't even bother, I didn't trigger, even trigger the key masters in the first first one. But um, yeah, they mix it up where like I guess uh, you had to step on the wrong place in the first one for the key masters to even yeah. appear, and in this one you just pick them up and you just take it there. It's like right next to it. Yeah. Just a quick aside, and I don't know if you covered this in the last episode, but. The Wolfos in this game look like cute little puppies, like just mm -hmm. cute little snow puppies, and it it does not spark joy. It no. upsets <laughs> me every time I fight them. I there have been there have been a few games that I've stopped playing simply because they have you fight things that are very similar to dogs, mm. and I'm not a fan. Foxes um, in games still can't, but you know, yes. yeah, big getting attacked by four big fluffy nonas is is rough. It's tough to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but so once we get the key, we take it to the boss lock uh, platform, lower it. We go in and it's time to fight Froz. Froz. Um, yeah. F-R-A-Z. Yes. Master of Icy Fire. Icy Fire. Yes. That's yeah. right. Uh, this, I like the I like this battle. It, mm -hmm. I thought it was challenging. Mm -hmm. Um. It was it was interesting because they mixed up uh, what you had to do multiple times throughout it. It wasn't just like a one or two phase boss. It was, I mean, really maybe just like a three phase boss. Yeah, uh, if we yeah, really think but, about it. But um, so you get into there, and we have a fire torch and a nice torch, and he changes colors. It's 
it's pretty obvious what you're supposed to do right. from, the, from the start. Uh, you know, hit if he's if he's red, hit him with blue. If he's blue, hit him with red. Uh, then he turns into two different versions of himself, so smaller versions, uh, similar to like the the pose in Wind Waker, where they would break into little pieces and stuff. Um, and the way this works is that one is fire, one is ice, and you need to. I th- do you have to do it in one throw on the first one? Um, no, no, because I didn't do it in one throw. No, okay. I didn't either. I did in one throw and felt really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you do that, and then well, he you, does. You a, have to use. You have to look at the top screen because this his two little flying around ghost buddy mm. parts. Are, I didn't are, are identical. <laughs> uh, do, uh, do they have a tell? I threw a boomerang at them, yeah, and then, and then they showed it. their color, mm. and then I did the the cup game where I kept an eye on where the blue one was <laughs> okay. and knew where he was. Okay. And again, now knowing that it tells you on the top screen makes me feel even cooler that I yeah. didn't use it. it tell, it'll tell you on the top screen. It's not the best use of, of top screen during these mm. boss fights, but because um, we had... Th- we had we have Fraz in this game, or we had Blaz in the last I game. Think it was Blaz, yeah. He was like the. And uh, he had they had like numbered horns on his head or something like that. Yeah, do it in a certain order. So but we didn't. I don't think we figured that out. I think a we, BC did. I, I didn't. I just brute. Yeah, I don't think I did either. that. So yeah, when, yeah. When we went into this, I was staring at the top screen, waiting for something cool to happen. Is it like our <laughs> icicles going to fall down from the top screen or something? But yeah. Um, so by the time he actually split the first time, I just got it by chance. And then the second time I realized, oh, it says at the top, which one is which. So as soon as I finished it, I was like, I bet it told me at the time. <laughs> oh, well, it worked. I, I, I got it done. Um, the, the sort of second or third part of this is he will destroy the torches and when he, uh, in order to get some kind of element to shoot back at him, you have to wait for him to like do his big attack where he'll shoot either fire or ice at you, and then that will linger on the play field. And then you can then use your boomerang to grab that element and hit him. You have to wait. And that, that I almost died because just like running around in here, and again, running around this game still just is not great. Uh, you get used to it, but it's not great. Uh, and I was taking a lot of hits in mm-hmm. this. Yeah. I, I had more trouble with the, the ice portion because I think the, the fireballs, if you were just stayed moving, it was easier to dodge. But like the, the ice mm. is just like one area of effect shot. And that hit me most of the time. Got it. I had a, I had a potion on me that definitely got drank. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. So we do that again. He'll turn into a smaller version. Uh, you got to do the same thing there. Well, I, I like and... what he does because uh, he'll turn into his like. Oh, is this the th- in the third final version where he balloons himself to a giant size, mm-hmm. uh, like cell, and uh, you have to like hit him with the boomerang of the opposite element, but you want to go back and forth with the boomerang numerous times because. He'll have to be hit multiple times to make himself smaller. I did multiple throws. I okay. just like yeah. did it once and then did another throw. Yeah, as as someone, yeah, that's a clever. as someone who's a big fan of using 
actually anytime they let you plot out a line in this game of using the the tactic of just let it sit there for 30 seconds mm-hmm. and eventually it will hit the thing that's on its cycle and right. so yeah i just kind of went with that and uh that was that that was my tactic for this phase so we beat Froz. uh we get another force gym shrine thing that then shoots this magic back to the spirit tower uh and then we're gonna take a quick break and when we get back we're gonna see what's waiting for us at the spirit tower Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell, around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games, that's what I want to talk about. If you're cool enough, join us and listen to Less Than 2000, because that's all we talk about. Adam and Chad live Less Than 2000, now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. The Pugilist Punches Porcupines. Coming soon to HyperX.com, HP.com, and more fine retailers. The HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. The Cloud Alpha Wireless gets up to 300 hours of battery life, which means you could listen to my sultry voice read this copy 36,000 times on one charge. The dual chamber drivers, enhanced by premium DTS Headphone X Spatial Audio, provide reduced distortion, allowing you to hear audio cues with pinpoint precision. Up to 300 hours of battery, two chambers, zero wires. The new HyperX Cloud Alpha Wireless. End of read script. Hi, it's me, Jeremy Parrish, co-host of the Retronauts podcast, the only video game history podcast that's been around so long, it's also a part of video game history. Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Hello, my name's Jonathan Dunn, host of the O3C Podcast. Every week, I'm joined by my two best gaming buddies, Chris and Minty, and we talk about the games we're playing, the games we love, and how they rank alongside our sacrosanct top 100 favourite video games of all time lists. Deep dives into gaming mechanics, history and lore abound, all topped off with lashings of irreverent rye, British wit, witterings and wisdom. For details on the show and more, head to o3c.games and tune in every Monday on the HyperX Podcast Network. So, guys, I figured out why there are trains in this game, and that's because this game chugs. <laughs> like, it, it is crazy. So, when we get out of here, uh, you can go straight to the Spirit Tower, but I made a point of, like, I want to collect bunnies. I want to get some mm-hmm. money. I want to, like, mm-hmm. figure out some things that I can buy because Beetle's around now. He's oh, yeah. floating mm-hmm. around on a big air balloon. Watch out, Beetle's and- about. <laughs> that's a, a reference to an incredibly niche old uh, uh british tv program uh with um a host called jeremy beadle um that's that's, that's one for you guys uh Watch out. Thank I, you. I believe i've justified my uh my well jonathan here. thanks for coming on the show uh, <laughs> right. we'll see you next reference i'll go back to crowbarring in my industrial revolution analogies <laughs> I think it's weird that the game tells you, like, you get a letter, like, the first place you go, yeah. you get a letter from Beetle saying, like, hey, I set up shop in an airship. But when you get out of the dungeon, 
like I could see him and I was like oh there's a beetle train how does that even work like do I just run into him or train explode what if he was a big big train with a hole in the middle or something like that that you just like drove into like uh, like tomorrow never dies right (laughs) that would have been so cool but instead like you find that out after you see him on the map and so at first he's following the train tracks and then I just watch him skirt to the east <laughs> and go across just like mm-hmm. flat land. Peace. And I'm like, okay, All right. Who... there's a secret path or Dot I don't know what's going it. on. Beetle's gone rogue. He's cutting through the yards to get to the next street. He's like, there's no kids. Nobody wants ice cream on this street. I'm going to cut through the Joneses. <laughs> just. Just jumping off the tracks, just shooting dirt up all over the place around him. Yeah, I no, I would, I spent like an hour, not an hour. I spent like a half an hour trying to chase Beetle down. I swear, it took forever. Yeah, he he moves around, and he, unlike the uh, the whatever the bad trains, the the evil trains, sure. mm-hmm. uh, they they Beetle does not show which direction he's going in. And it can be a little frustrating. Yeah. Uh, it's also more frustrating when you finally do catch him and then you are just short, like, 20 rupees to get the bomb bag. Oh, that he yeah. Saw. I was yeah, first I time was I hoping. tried to catch him as well, he sort of, he, he came, he floated about, I saw him, he was coming down, and then I accidentally hit him with a bomb uh, from my cannon. Did that and chase him obviously, off? It did. I mean, It did? Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know how committed fair, Beetle was. If I'm, if I'm out, you know, just in a field trying to sell something and, and somebody throws a bomb at me. Fair. Uh, generally, my next question isn't, uh, would you care to do custom, sir? <laughs> Beetle says, no, thank you. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I mean, Beetle is a bit more demented than the usual merchant. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe he could be into that sort of thing. Could be. Mm-hmm. I figured I'd check. I don't, yeah, to be honest, I don't think it would dissuade Tingle. Uh, if Tingle was flying by and he threw a cannon at him, he'd be like, yeah, you friend, please. <laughs> You've helped him discover a new cake. Uh, <laughs> Tingle or, and... um, oh, crap, now I can't remember, Carl or whatever that guy's name is, uh, the monster part salesman in Breath of the Wild. Oh, <laughs> oh I like yeah. him. That guy. Uh, yeah, so I spent at least an hour just going around this world now like because the snowstorm that we had to navigate to get into here is completely cleared up mm-hmm. and so you are free to go area. And i tried yeah mm. and i went and i what i did is on my map i marked out where i have been and tried to collect as many bunnies as i can i got uh-huh. a, i got a good 10 bunnies uh, out of this and healthy if you get of enough of that did you go did you go yeah did you if, go play with them Go uh, of course I did, and okay, good. I, I got a I got a heart container. Oh, good. oh nice! Good. I I uh, oh yeah. Let me make a note to do that on the next bit because <laughs> I, uh, I I haven't I haven't I haven't cashed in my rabbits, as it were. Yeah. Uh, with Beetle though, if uh, you do buy something from him, he'll then offer you the membership. But he's charging for the membership this time. Yeah, and I didn't have the. The scratch to I don't either, and it. so now it it costs a hundred rupees to get a membership card. So now I have to get enough to buy a new thing plus another hundred to get the membership. Card. <laughs> yeah, Beetle, what are you doing, man? I thought we were cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought surely I'll have enough for this bomb bag because that was the other thing. It's like I have to get this bomb bag before we go any further. 
mm-hmm. because I know that there I've seen places in the tower where you could bomb stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably something I should have going forward. And mm-hmm. I just couldn't I couldn't catch the dude. And I was like, but surely, surely I've got enough money for it. I barely I had like five hundred and twenty. So oh, when I, he... was, I was seven rupees short. I was, I was so angry. Mm. So angry, I went and, well, took t- 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 my anger out on a couple of snowmen, <laughs> and uh, and then I was obviously fine. Well, uh, did you did you catch problem. him again though? Because I could I could see a scenario I where you for have a while. To track down some money, and then have to catch Beetle again because I I, I went when to you a go town. into an area and you come back onto the train tracks, he's in he could be, he spawns at another point. Mm-hmm. Who the like hell knows a, where he is? Like a swindler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. There, there's a there's a spot on the snow area, the snow quadrant, where there the the evil trains don't really go. It's a straight line, and at the edge of it, there's a town, and uh, it's I forget when we first get there. It's 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 the town that we first arrive in that tells us about all this whole snow stuff. And uh, so I just kept going back there. If Beetle didn't spawn anywhere near me, reverse the train, oh, go back into clever. town. Man, you hop, are living in the year 3000. Hop, yeah, hop back on the train <laughs> and hunt Beetle down. Goodness me. Yeah. Yeah, so I also Beetle, I wanted out. to talk about some mm, yeah. mechanics that, uh, that I figured out on this, where this was a problem I had with the first game, where or the, the previous game. Uh, on the DS... There are things that happen with the mailbox that only happen when you quit the game. Right. Uh, You have to actually save and quit the game for that to happen. But on top of that now, you have to actually shut the... You have to actually... You can't just, like, quit the game to title screen. You have to quit the game, like, shut your system off in order order for the clock to register that it's a new day. So I kept making stamps... For like January third, we're recording this on January thirtieth, and it's because I just had my system plugged in on sleep mode, and so in order to do the raffle, the raffle is set oh. on our own real life days, and in order to do the raffle, you put this the tickets in. You can only do twenty a day. You then have to completely <laughs> shut the game off, like system off and everything. Although if you're on the 3ds, just go back to the main menu, turn the system back on start the game up it'll tell you the results of the raffle this is this is this is important to tell anybody else that is playing this if you are like me where you're taking full advantage of the sleep mode that you have in yeah. the 3DS or the DS mm-hmm. and maybe you don't actually shut the game off the game work sort of requires you to do that to like get its bonuses yeah it's poor if you're that- like me and you're playing this on your Wii U that mostly lives in the basement uh when which you obviously make a most stamp, people are playing it that way i'm sure yeah uh when you make a stamp it says that uh you made it on september 14th 2013 uh or 2014 or something like that i was like is that is is that how long it's been since i've i've used this i think i only took it out of the basement for uh twilight princess so yeah fun fact the wii u only goes up to 2015 because it knew (laughs) Really? That's quite <laughs> short-sighted. Because, I mean, I've got a Sega Saturn here that defaults to 1994 when I started up. But that, <laughs> that, lets, you go, that lets you go way into the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll outlive us all. Uh, oh, yeah, God. so I, want, I wanted to bring that up. Also, uh, now that we're just talking about mechanics, I didn't bring this up either. With the shield, uh, 
so the shield is just an auto defense thing that you have now, which is mm. pretty nice. Where there's certain enemies that if you are facing them, you will just automatically block their attacks. Mm-hmm. And without, you know, there's bigger enemies that you can't do that with. But some of the smaller oh, yeah. enemies, if they're just like facing you and you're not doing anything, uh, you'll just automatically bring your shield out. That's yeah. nice. I don't think they did that in the last game. I think you oh. automatically had to have your shield out. Okay, I, specifically I mean, they're making you do last. like two or three things at once. So they were like, ah, mm-hmm. you pro- probably can't do four things at once. So I d- I'll take care of that. Yeah, I, I remember the shield like sort of doing stuff like that because you know it's a very zelda one thing for it to do it, where if you're not doing anything the shield is active so did any of you go back to castletown no 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 oh, okay. oh, i know there's a there's a bombable thing there you oh, can get up mm-hmm. onto the um the ramparts can't you Ooh, yep. i need to do that i'll add that to my list we also got a we also you got a can... letter from a friend didn't we uh, from our teacher, our, yeah. our sword teacher. Um, if you go back, he's got a little mini game where you got to hit the enemies as many times as possible without getting hit three times. If you can do 60 hits, you get a heart container. Mm. So, <sighs> yeah, I got, I got three heart containers. These are containers, I got three heart containers. These are not yeah, pieces. These are it's full it, hearts. Um, um, it, it, did, my, did my strategy was um, the, the sword instructor's name. Russell. 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 Yes, Russell. Yeah. Russell, Russell being your um, not dad dad in uh, Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, up in the castle town, you can um, bomb some stuff. There's like two chests on the outside that give you 20 rupees each. Then you can also... You can reach some cuckoos that are like, there's one on top of a house that if you blow it off of the house, you can pick it up and you can like float your way onto some roofs. And it it is hard because it is hard to figure out like, okay, is this too far for me to reach? Mm-hmm. Because if you just hit the wall, Link will throw the cuckoo and sometimes it'll be back on a roof that you can't reach again, even with your blower. <laughs> right. And so it's, it's very annoying. And I spent way too much time just trying to get a couple... Um, treasure chests and you know there's there's stuff that's worth it in here like the i actually really like the economy of this game it yeah can we like sell these our rupees important our happy items now i have not come across someone that buys them yet okay i need to maybe maybe they're in the town maybe i just couldn't do anything with them yet i need to double check that because i've got a lot especially after something else that comes up here mm. let's see yeah, is there anything else before we get into the Tower of Spirits that you guys did? BC, I know since you weren't on the last episode, if there was anything you wanted to mention. Yeah, I think uh, the, I, I don't think we talked at all about um, the bridge guy. Um, so, yeah, I don't oh, know who yeah. the bridge guy is. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so, Jeremy, you probably missed him since you kind of went all around instead of going straight to the uh, to the Tower of Spirits. But if you have on to get past him to get to the uh, tower. If you take not that. if you go back the way, not if you right. go all the way back to the first uh, map and then go in that way because because it's, yeah. it's a, on a brand new path or a brand yeah. new track mm. that's created. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a new track connecting the snow region to the the tower opens up, and along that path you can stop and it's just the bridge guy's house. Uh, and if you go in, you see Ferris, and so he, you know, is talking more about trains and oh, portals yeah. and uh, his weak arms and terrible throwing strength um did you guys talk about the portals in the last episode yes we did okay yeah 
Um, but yeah, you talk to Ferris a little bit, and then you can talk to the bridge guy, and it's unclear what he's going to do, um, but essentially he, he just asks you like why you're there, and you just say, um, I'm here because I'm it's trying to restore the spirit tracks. And he's like, you got great work ethic. Life is about hard work. If you ever need a bridge, you know who to call. Uh, I'm okay. Bridges later. Chekhov's bridge. Yeah. Chekhov's bridge. <laughs> so I drew a um, giant bridge on my world map <laughs> over his house. Just everywhere. Just throughout the entire map. You said bridge. That's the bridge, man. I have. Uh, I have been wrote the instructions for the card game bridge on my map. Uh, <laughs> when it I needed all four uh, quadrants to do it, but I, I did it. Um, I, I actually do have uh, hearts over towns where heart containers are for sale for two thousand rupees because I can't afford them yet. So clever. Yep. I like this. I like this Zelda shorthand. It's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, if they're gonna let me make notes, I'm gonna find ways to make notes right. yeah i mean to, uh, to be fair i've just been using the top just to do my tax return uh, oh hey there you go i don't really own pens and paper anymore uh so <laughs> right right and so you know there's plenty of space this is there. novel and the you know the ink never runs out the eraser never goes away exactly right. i'm trying to be more eco-friendly so, right you know it's perfect save the trees get a train <laughs> you know you and your uh <laughs> You and your accountant should uh, just get in Picto chat and and hash everything out that way. <laughs> imagine, imagine that. Imagine when you're, when you're not that. drawing fallacies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when testicles aren't involved. Uh, so the spirit tower. When uh, when I went through here, I went through every single floor again because there are some things that we could do now. Now that we have bombs, there are some some hidden walls. Also. This is the thing that I just realized as I'm looking through uh, ZeldaDungeon.net, which I use for my note references as we record these episodes. Mm. There is a gap uh, on the first set of floors where you cannot get across and there's a treasure chest and a switch there. Mm -hmm. What you can do is you can get Zelda in front of it and then use your blower and blow her across the what? gap. Please. You can blow Zelda. Yes. Phantom Zelda can, can be... Mm. All right. <laughs> when was that yeah, so, established? I'm simply uh, just I don't repeating the facts. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so you have to blow Zelda across there in order for her to hit the switch, and then you can do all that. So goodness, yeah, that's, it's that's something cool. I. I just, I just, yeah. When, when were they going to tell us about that? that? Here's the thing: they don't hold your hand, and I love it. Honestly, like it would be like I'm looking forward to when we record an episode and then I say I did this and then one of you says like, oh, well, I did it this way. And someone goes like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Like that's, that's Breath we, of the Wild. That's the whole reason we do this show. We all do it differently. We find these cool things. Exactly. And <laughs> uh, I, I'm blown away. Holy crap. Like Zelda. But m much like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Much like Phantom Zelda, just across the room. <laughs> Before we got in here, we were talking about how we we all kind of, or at least the three of us, kind of like this game a little bit better than than Phantom Hourglass, and and I think on some level for me, it's just this is what it is. I know what this game is going to be, and I'm just going to enjoy myself 
because I somewhat enjoyed myself last time, but like these dungeons are going to be pretty simple. They're going to be really straightforward. Just let's go for a ride. And um, yeah, so that's kind of where I am. And I'm, I'm like I said, I like the fact that the, the fan does that, that our blower fan can blow phantom Zelda across the room. That's cool. That's new. Keep trying stuff. So, Systems this, on top of systems, man. I'm ready for it. Let's let's find new stuff. Come on. But this is this is something that like you didn't get from a lot of previous Zelda games. That this is like almost in my opinion, this this feels almost like an origin for the open creativity that we got in Breath of the Wild, where the items in previous Zelda games had one use for the most part. Every once in a while, it could be like, oh, you can damage enemies with it. Mm. But this game is doing something where, like, each item has at least two different uses so far, like, if not three or four. And it encourages and, you to play as well. You know? Yeah, and they, don't, and they don't just say, here's the things that it can do. They put you in these situations, which it reminds me of, like, the best things about Metroid games, mm. is where you get a new upgrade and it says, it does this. Mm. But it also does this, this, and this, that you just kind of, like, you could discover, or you could get through the game and never figure that out. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, the coolest thing, is that if you figure that stuff out by accident. And this game is doing that and as we've been playing through all these old Zeldas, we haven't seen that up to this point, to to this level. And that's why, like, mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of blown away by missing by the fact that I missed this game. <laughs> and like, oh, there's actually like a lot of origin points in terms of like what they wanted to do with the series from here on. It it, it also sort of necessitates uh, necessitates uh, items having dual functions when you're going to have much less items. Then, yeah, you're going to have five items, basically. So, you know, like, it, it's them kind of combining things together. And, and you know, I'm sure there are plenty of examples that we're just not thinking of, of ways that, even on the show, we're like, I can't wait. You, you were able to do that with that? Okay, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Fine, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know anything about Zelda, I guess. and <laughs> And we all do it differently and stuff, so... But yeah, I guess I, we all do it differently. This, this is God. cool. This is doing interesting <laughs> things, and so far, I'm, I want, I want to see what they do with it. Let's see more stuff. Let's see more. Uh, I I just gotta say, we'll we'll get to this part of the spirit dungeon, uh, but or the the spirit tower, and uh, but you should go back to the previous ones because now we can you can totally clear out the first set and get like two or three big treasure chests with like special items in them which i'm sure we're at a point now if not very soon that we'll be able to sell it and get a lot of money but we don't have to go Uh, back to those old ones why would i do wallet upgrades in this game or is your wallet kind of limitless i think your wallet's just it i don't think i'm always i'm always terrified of finding treasure uh, (laughs) finding certainly finding rupees in zelda Mm -hmm. games in case my wallet's full and it's the the work because you can't be like i'm just gonna put that back in there for later um yeah yeah. they they should say that up front right like they should uh, maybe it does maybe if you go in your collection it'll say this wallet holds this much no no they have done that before which one in ocarina 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 does not tell you you could highlight you could highlight your your wallet and it would tell you how much it holds. Okay. Well, I think it's a bold, it's a bold okay. claim. It's a bold claim. I'm putting it out there. We'll have to go to the tapes on this one. 
Yeah. yeah. If I get cancelled for saying it, so be it. <laughs> if, uh, if if it turns out that it does, then I think we're going to need to reappraise the entire Zelda timeline. Yeah, we're um, just going to start back at the beginning. We'll start the whole series over. Yeah, again. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Wipe everything. It's over. Anyway, uh, this spirit tower... Uh, well, but again, there there's a lot of treasure chests. If you go back through there, go back through there. You'll, you're going you're gonna to be happy. I never even okay. thought about doing that. I was just like... I, I just didn't even think about it. I was like, they're dead to me, those floors, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> okay. As someone who liked the, the, the mechanic in the last one, on this one, I'm like, well, why would I do that? Like, I don't have an incentive, really, to go back through there. I just Money, thought if I baby. I thought if I go back in there, they're going to make me use the 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 blowing thing. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh, just going to have to do all this again. I'm just going to do that again. Ugh. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, this, this cool mechanic we didn't know about. We we learned from going back through a thing that not all of us are going to go back through. Well, I guess we learned about it by looking at a website, so it doesn't really matter at all. So yep, not, there's no context here at all. Nope. Anything you learn nope. from a website is effectively useless and it doesn't make any difference. So, And don't do your go to whitehouse.com to do your research on a president. <laughs> we all learned that one. Too. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, <laughs> this... It's the first thing a librarian taught me about the internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this next set of floors, uh, it's a doozy because we don't have a map anymore. And everything is pitch black. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Doc. It is, uh, it's crazy because we are introduced to a new ghost creature that if you're in the darkness, it will, it, there's like a ticking sound that'll go down of like, I believe if you're in there too long, maybe it'll like suck you out of the game or out of the map. I don't know because I, know. I did not step into the darkness for very long ever. <laughs> <laughs> you're just screaming as you're going through it. Ah! They make a weird sound when they when they see you and I was like, ah, I'm not dealing with that. Just not mm-hmm. dealing with it. Nope, 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 yeah. nope. Not for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, I thought well, they looked a little bit like um, the ghosts in Luigi's Mansion uh, and uh, I was wondering yeah. whether or not I was going to pick up a hoover the, the um, weird, and yeah, then, they and weird then instead of blowing them. into the DS, I'd have yeah. to just suck out the air of my DS. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> imagine oh. they tried. Imagine, imagine the filth that's in there after all these years. That would be so. Gr- put a straw up onto it. Oh, that's so <laughs> gross! Oh, goodness me! I don't even. I think I think my DS is secondhand as well. You <laughs> can taste the last decade. <laughs> And I think they've only played Zelda games on it, so it's, it's caked a lot. Okay, this again. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> this this set of floors, we don't have a map, and so it's really up to us to note down everything that we see on here, uh, including like the stairs. Like it doesn't even show stairs on here. There is like one point where it shows uh, a wall that you have to open up. But, like, it just shows two little dashes on it. And it's like, man, it is, it is difficult to figure this stuff out mm. because, you know, you have to sort of... What I was doing is basically running along the corners, pausing every once in a while, like, drawing a line to be like, these are the outside walls, and let's try to figure out where I'm at on here. And, Brian, is this is this everything you hoped for for this kind of game? I didn't take a single note. What? Yeah, I didn't no, I come back either. here. Why would I take what? notes? <laughs> what? What are you high? No, mm. <laughs> I have notes all over the overworld because I'm going to go back and forth and look for stuff there. I don't have notes here. 
Why would I come There's back here? Chest. There's no reason for me. I don't have to. Mm-mm. Who cares? I just explained <laughs> everything to you, Brian. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I haven't taken. I haven't taken any notes in the tower. Actually, you didn't outline walls or anything. No. You didn't draw a map. No. I'm the crazy one me, this time. Yeah, me and Zelda are just hanging out. You know, she's she's got the light, and we just kind of move around and, and look for stuff. What? I barely lit the torches. Yeah, I just run it just, just, just there straight along. No down. reason. Oh, yeah, we all do it gosh. differently. Come on, tower sucks. <laughs> torches are for now. Wimps, oh, what is going on? I am in. This is bizarro world here, man. Like Brian is over here saying the tower sucks. What, what are you talking around. about? You're the one that likes an ice dungeon. I thought hell froze over. <laughs> this game is weird. This He'd game probably is, like this it. Game a weird game. I, hey, I like it. I just I think the the Ocean King's better, and I'm not I'm not <sighs> not taking notes out of defiance or whatever. I just I get in there and I'm like, I don't feel the need or desire or want to do that. <laughs> there is a uh, torches to light uh ghost to avoid so use your boomerang find these torches uh eventually you get the three teardrops or whatever they're called in this mm. um and you can take out one of the dark nuts and now zelda will have a, a torch sword where it's on fire and you can use her as a as a lantern to go around and, and see where you're going, right. which is really useful. Also, she can light the torches too. So you can tell her to go up to a torch and she'll light it. And kill those ghosts. Uh yeah, she'll kill the ghosts too. But she's she's getting more useful, which is great. <laughs> I like that she like if the ghosts are just in her path, she'll swing at them. Um so you can have you can direct her to go somewhere, and if the ghost just happens to cross paths with, with cross paths with her, mm-hmm. she'll just Take him out for the most part, but also she still. I, I had my first incident of uh Zelda coming up against uh some rats. Oh, um, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'd forgotten that that was a thing, okay? Um, yeah, and I'm sure it was in this, it must have been in this bit, but yeah. And I thought it was, it if was, you're, yes. if you're standing and not being funny, but if you're standing there in a full suit of armor with a flaming sword, you're not going to be bothered about a rat, are you? <laughs> well. Just they're New York rats, so it's it's a different breed. Uh. You know what? Yeah, you you you're very. I mean, I've seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I assume you know I've I've seen that documentary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, so you know what? I yeah, no, I, I need to readdress my um my perspective. I'm sorry. We do come across one of those doors where it says like write the magic glyph on it mm-hmm. and they're like this is this is one of those times where if you read one of the stones it's like pay close attention to the floor and all that and it's like oh write the magic letter what could it be Z it's it's <laughs> the magic Z the magic Z for our for our co for our co-host special yeah, guest Yeah I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah it said <laughs> Does Z have another meaning? Zelda. Like, I don't know. I never, I never. <laughs> well done, Brian. I don't, I don't want to get into this. This is not the place to have yeah, that. No, I don't know. Uh, it, no, it hasn't got another. It's just that Z is what we call it. Um, mm. I think. I mean, well, it is, but. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we eventually get. Yeah. There's a boss key at the top of this one, too. And then when you get it, all the sirens go off, and Everybody the key masters appear. 
Yeah. It's the first time um, I've seen a key master. Same. But also, the, the key is electrocuted. You can't pick it mm-hmm. up. Only Zelda can pick yep. it up. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. So we have to protect, um, protect Zelda instead of her protecting us. Right. Um, I didn't really have any problems with this. I mean, it's like they weren't, I don't know. This wasn't nearly as scary as the other quote-unquote masters have been in Zelda games. I mean, there's been switchovers, and you just, I mean, it wasn't like they descended on you automatically. You just walked toward the the door, and if they saw you, they'd attack you. But Mm. it's not like they were, you knew where they were. So it's not like they were, like, Mm. dropping down from the ceiling. It's not like they were popping up out of the ground. They were just there to murder or avoid. If you if you look at the top screen, you can see where they all are, and be you just you're ready for them. <laughs> They're right in front of no you. It's no different than just yeah, hit twice. A couple of couple of New York rats. Yeah, it's just <laughs> that's gone. it. Yeah, hit them twice for good luck. Double that's tap. That's, that's yeah. Always remember double tap. Okay, here's something stupid that I'm reading about. So in the in the last game, the big creatures that you had to fight were Zora Warriors. Yeah. Right. And this is not a Zora Warrior. This is a completely different thing. This is a red one. No, this is no, this is not a Zora at all. In fact, the other ones we fought before are not Zoras either. They are Geozards. I beg your pardon. Because Z- Zoras do not exist in this game. They are Evolved, I guess. Into Rito, even though and then look... we forgot about Rito. I don't know. Geo, so land, Zor, like, Zor, I don't know. That's stupid. Why can't it just be Zoras? They're not again? land lizards. They're subterranean rock lizards. Well, they're 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 land lizards as opposed Underland to Underland lizards, lizards or whatever. <laughs> Why do they name it something different? I don't know, but that <laughs> that's what we fight here. We fight the Geozard chief. Um the I feel like the only difference here is just that what like he shoots fire, right? Does he shoot fire yeah, out or am I yeah, mixing I think up? he did that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I murdered him pretty quickly, so he didn't get yeah, I'm, I'm glad for you. I'm yeah. looking at these screenshots on the on this website and I don't even remember. I've done it, but I don't <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's another fight against one of these bulky. Um, I mean, they're they they almost have the same physique as the dark nuts. Yes, uh, but they are creatures as opposed to like living statues or armor or whatever. Um, you use Zelda to get to to distract him to to expose his weak backside that you hit with the sword. Um, this is when you do that as well. I feel like the only difference is that the floor that you're fighting him on has holes in it. Yeah, you have to go right. Just, that's like that's like the difference. I, I felt like this one was significantly easier uh, than the last time, pr- partially because of the holes, in that you could just send Zelda on her way, and then you loop back around, and there's mm-hmm. not as much movement happening, so it's easier to direct Zelda and then have her just slash away, and then just slash away. Absolutely. Yeah. Piece of so cake. He turns around. He's like, "Hey." No, and then runs off, and then we do it again. Yeah, so we do that. We beat him. We get the next piece of map, whoop, whoop. and this is where we are going to wrap up this episode Aww. for the hey, next episode. No. For the next episode, <laughs> we're going to play up through the next dungeon, so get in there. I assume there's going to be a force gem that you get at the end. You get a heart container. You fight whatever big monster is waiting for you there. Uh, do all that and meet back here, and we'll talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Choo-choo. Choo-choo.
Ha, 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 ha.